0: Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Comfortable vegan man, the healthiest show in the world. And today, man, we got a super, super, super special guest, man. This guy right here, man, he been vegan for, I ain't gonna tell y'all how many years yet. I'm gonna let him tell y'all, but it's been a long time, man. Shout out to my guy, Ferrell Said. That, what's going on with you, man? Man, I'm glad to be here, brother. How you doing? Man, I'm 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 doing good, man. Kind of tired, but I'm good, man. Working, 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 man. Trying right. to get it popping. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. So we gonna we're gonna kind of start at the beginning. Like I'm pretty sure you grew up as a regular regular child, you know, eating regular food and stuff. Let the people know like uh what triggered the change in you and how you got started on your, uh, on switching your lifestyle and all that good stuff?
1: Well, it started in uh, 1979 when I graduated out of high school. I went home. I graduated on Friday, went home. My aunt, my mother said, Your auntie gonna pick you up for work Monday. So they just got me a job. Back in those days, they just get you a job. So I ended up working for a book factory. Okay. And my auntie worked a night shift, so I worked a night shift. And one of the books we were printing was a Dick Gregory book. Okay. And so I picked up the book and started fiddling through it, checking it out. And because I worked a night shift, in the daytime, I would go hang out at the college at Circle Campus University with my my boy went to college there, Circle Campus. Okay. Um, the surgical campus, he said, Dick Gregory is going to be speaking. So we went to Dick Gregory, who we was familiar with as being a comedian and stuff, but we really didn't know about the nutrition, but I did know from flicking through his book that that's what he was on. So after watching Dick Gregory, I was like, wow, I was blown away by all the stuff he was saying about the food. Now, I ended up going to music college, and I met a brother there and he was into the same thing. So to make a long story short, I ran into him later at the beach and he was telling me about his growing his dreadlocks and changing the way he eats. So I just I just gravitated to it because it made sense to me. I had two books I had got from the book factory, Dick Gregory book and a book called Make Your Juicer Your Doctor.
0: Yeah. So make your juicer your doctor.
1: Yeah. And so that started my journey in 1979. back then we didn't know we was vegans we thought we was vegetarians yeah we used to go to the health food store so the word vegan i didn't know the word vegan till the late 80s man so that's kind of a kind of a new kind of a new word huh yeah it was a veganism was out but veget everybody said vegetarian we were vegetarians at that time and we was trying to eat the best we can. So we used to be vegetarians that didn't eat dairy. Because, you know, vegetarians eat dairy, but we was trying to be healthy, so we didn't eat dairy. So we used to call ourselves
0: vegetarians that don't eat dairy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I want to say, too, I uh, I started out vegetarian myself, and then I did something called, I called it vegan <laughs> As you see the name of my show, that's because uh, I was pretty much vegan. But uh I was still messing with the the honey, and you know they claim that's like borderline that they mm-hmm. they say is not really vegan. So, you know, I was one with the vegetarian. But mm-hmm. uh
1: well, the thing about the honey, and a lot of vegans not gonna like this, but veganism to me, it should be two kinds, because the way they pushing veganism now is animal rights yeah and they're doing it for the animals, and that's why they don't consume honey. But a lot of vegans that are doing it for the animals are eating anything that don't have animal byproducts and they turn it out not to be so healthy. Yeah, I'm a vegan for health reasons. I'm not a vegan for the animals. yeah You know, I think there's some discrepancies there between what veganism is and not. I don't really like animal rights veganism because I feel like it's animal rights. And I feel like animal rights, vegans are fake and phony because they only talk about cows, chickens and farm animals. But what about elephants? What about the lions? What about the giraffes being killed? So I think they should separate that. And animal rights is animal rights. And veganism is for your health because veganism started in the health food store. There There was no Whole Foods. We all went to the health food store. We didn't go to the animal rights store. Yeah. So veganism in the in the late 70s and even in the 60s was born in the health food store. It was all based off of health food. They used to call us health nuts.
0: Yeah. They so call y'all health nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People nuts about their health, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So tell us how did you see... You say you started in 79. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the changes you've seen over time up until now. Well, back then,
1: uh, with uh, with me being born in 1958, uh, when we changed in 79, all we did was eat what our parents was eating, but we just made it more without the dairy and stuff. So the transition back then was we just kept eating collard greens, mustard greens, turnip greens, yeah. cabbage, sweet potatoes. We ate the basic food that Black people was eating without the meat. Black-eyed peas, we learned how to make it without the meat and dairy. So in those days, we were basically eating whole foods. Yeah, There was no, there weren't veggie burgers, but they were horrible tasting. So there right. was nothing, uh, there was nothing to eat back then. You had to Cook your food yourself. We didn't have margarine. There was only like two stores that had like a, a a vegan margarine, but there was no such thing as vegan margarine. Everybody had a hard time trying to figure out how to make bread. We mm. didn't have egg replacement or anything like that, and we couldn't go on dates or anything. Yeah, the first opportunity we got to go on date to go to restaurants is we found out that Chinese restaurants served this stuff called tofu.
0: Yeah.
1: So we found out we could go to the Chinese restaurant and get some tofu fried rice. And that was like one of the first restaurants that old school vegetarians could go to and get, you know, on a date to a Chinese restaurant, order some tofu fried rice. So that's why, even though I don't eat soy now, I have a lot of respect for soy and tofu because that's the roots of Vegetarianism and veganism was tofu and soy products saved us. And then later we found out we can go to Thai restaurants and get food. And we found out we could go to Indian restaurants because they don't eat cow. They have a lot of vegetarian food. And we found out we could go to Ethiopian restaurants. So those are the main restaurants that saved the vegetarians and vegans. It's Chinese restaurants, Thai restaurants. Ethiopian restaurants and Indian restaurants.
0: Man. Say save, save the vegans. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. uh that's crazy. I just seen a cruise commercial recently, and they was talking about if they have vegan options on there. And they were saying first place you want to hit is the uh is the Asian food places. Mm-hmm. And check their menu out and see what they got, because they mm-hmm. probably don't, be able to accommodate you. In the second place, they said to check out is an Indian food place. Mm-hmm. Oh so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a real spill right there, man. Mm-hmm. So before we get too deep, let the people know exactly how long you've been vegan for. I've been vegan now for forty three years. Forty three years, man. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine. Man, still and still and still on it, heavy heart. You ever had any uh, slip ups?
1: Uh no, I mean, I mean every now and then I ate like some uh cheese pizza or something like that. Okay, really, I didn't really look at it as a slip up. It was just something I wanted to do. But yeah. the only time I didn't really eat a vegan is when I got jail. I got locked up and I went to jail for four months while I was fighting the case. I didn't want to pay that high bond, so I waited till my bond come down. So I was just eating anything and there. I didn't eat no meat. Yeah, but I was. Ever else pick the meat out and eat the rest. So I was doing dairy, drinking milk, and all that. That was like four months of doing that. But it really, it's not a matter of, uh, of it being a problem where you're going to keep eating it because the key to eating right is knowing and understanding that that food is not healthy for you. Yeah. Once you know that that food will kill you, and once that you really know that it's not good for you, you won't eat it you know, you won't eat it because you feel like it's not good for you. Like usually, maybe once a year, I would go get a cheese pizza with a bunch of vegetables on it. But when COVID came, I didn't do that because I said, if I got that mucus in me, Man. that ain't going to be good. Yeah. So it's really not about, uh, it's not about just resisting it, just resisting It's about really knowing that is not good for you. So that's why
0: I don't eat it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh that's like me. That's how I put myself mentally when I uh even see like uh certain foods and stuff, it's just a automatic turn off for me like oh no. Nah. Like yeah, ew, get that away from me, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's not, healthy. it's not healthy. So that's the that's the premise on how you stay with it.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I got out of jail, paid my bond, and got out. I went right back vegan because I didn't want to eat that anyway. I was forced to eat, yeah. so it wasn't No thing like oh, how I'm gonna get back off of it. I never wanted to eat it in the first place because it's not healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes indeed. So uh, tell the people like with uh, you being vegan, like how did your uh, how like how was like the dating scene for you and stuff?
1: The dating scene was kind of cool. Like um, the women I was with, they all went vegan, most of them. Uh, my last wife, we was together 20 years. When I met her, uh, she was just eating regular and I was a vegan. And uh, I would go. She had three children and then had a daughter by me. And, you know, family, the father go do the food runs. I would go out when we do get takeout. And I would get her what she want, and I would get the children what they want, and I would get my vegan food. Yeah. And the only thing I did, I told them no, no beef and pork. So I, I said, you know, no beef and pork. And that was only because of mad cow's disease. I said I don't want y'all to get back then. It's like I don't want y'all to get mad cow disease, so y'all can't eat no beef and pork. But I let that ate chicken and fish and all that, and I ate vegan food. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to a place uh, that's been here for like 40 years, so vegetarian. I used to go to so vegetarian. Now it's so veg. And I would get my food. And one day I bought a battered cauliflower basket. And my wife like, let me taste that. And mm-hmm. she tasted that. And so now every time I'm getting ready to go get the family food, she's saying, you going to the to the Hebrews? Because we call them the Hebrews because there's some Hebrews like a restaurant. I yeah. said, yeah, I'm to the Hebrews. She said, bring me a cauliflower basket. Yeah. So she,
0: cauliflower.
1: Liked she liked, and she, every time I would go, she wanted that. And next thing you know, she was a vegan.
0: Man, that's what's happening. She's still a vegan today. Man, that's what's happening. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's happening, man. It's a... uh it's a story I hear you tell like all the time and stuff, man. People don't like, people they don't really understand it. But I want you to tell it because you you've been in that position before, you know. Uh it's a it's a story you always tell about your dad, and he told you that you was gonna be just like him. And yeah. you, know, you had to uh you had to break it down to him. Let the people know how <laughs> that went right there. I was taking care of my father. That was seven
1: years ago. So I was like 57. My father was in his 80s and he was withering away. He had Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, all that stuff, dementia. So, you know, my mother had already died from cervical cancer, but cancer of the uterus and stuff. So I was like, um, I'm looking at him. I'm saying, Dad, you know, Do you think if you and mom would have listened to me years ago, y'all would have been healthy? And he said, boy, you're going to be just like me. So I thought about it. I thought that was an interesting statement. I think about it. Uh, Yeah, I could. You know, he's 80-something. Hey, it's not guaranteed I'm going to be healthy when I get to 80. I started thinking about it. Then it hit me. Hold on. Wait a minute. (laughs) I said, "Ah." man you've been on high blood pressure medicine since you was 40 man I'm already beating you yeah I'm already beating you if I would have been like you dad I'd be on high blood pressure medicine already now for 17 years man so I'm like nah so then that just proves that it's not about how long you live it's about the quality of life yeah here's my father in his mid 80s but he'd been what you would call not feeling well for for over forty years,
0: man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. People, uh, people live their life like that, pretty much not feeling good. <clears throat> yeah, feeling good. He's on high blood pressure medicine all them years, man. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, but yeah, man. We, that's why we got to keep letting these people know, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of people they trying to, they don't really want to hear about. The vegan stuff or none of that, you know. They want to bring up, like you say, bring up people that's ninety years old and living and stuff like that, and eat meat. And I'm like, I can't argue with people. You know, you gotta let them. You gotta let them see for themselves. And there's evidence in their face. You know, it's all these, uh, all these little research things and all that stuff. Breaking down what caused cancer and what caused diabetes and all this stuff, and I guess they feel like they is uh invincible or something
1: i, I think it's disrespectful when they bring up the person in their family that lived to be at ninety. I think it's disrespectful yeah. because I think it's disrespecting all the people in their family that died or yeah. Mm. oh you you know you're gonna tell me your grandfather lived to ninety. What's up with your grandmother, yeah. How long did she live? Yeah. What about your aunties and stuff? So you look past all this sick and death in your family to try to pick one person that made it to 90 and say, my grandfather lived to 90 and he ate meat. But the fact of the matter is, not only are you overlooking all the death in the family, your grandfather ate more vegetables than you. And that is a fact. Yeah. Why would you use your grandfather as an example? You do not eat. Like your grandfather, stop trying to try to run a quick one on me. Man. You don't like your <laughs> grandfather. Your grandfather ate okra and string beans and stuff. Your grandfather ate six, seven course meals. Yeah. So your grandfather did not eat meat, potatoes, and orange soda. Your mm. grandfather never had McDonald's, never had Burger King, never had Pizza Hut. So you're not your grandfather. Yeah. Your grandfather was a vegetarian with a little meat on the side. Yeah. They ate much bigger course meals. They ate way more vegetables than even, look, our great grandparents and grandparents ate more vegetables than whole food vegans eat today. Mm.
0: Man, that's a a heck of a statement
1: right there. That is a fact. They ate a bigger and stronger food, too, because the Earth was stronger. Yeah. Melon back then was a powerful watermelon. But they ate stuff like rutabagas. They ate a lot of uh, uh, um, greens, collard greens, mustard greens, turnip greens. They ate a lot of okra, black-eyed peas, sweet potatoes, corn on the cob. I mean, they, had, they ate, ate a lot of vegetables.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Another thing I'll be noticing that you, uh, I'll be seeing you do too, like uh, you would do the videos and you would do like uh, every 30 seconds, somebody' leg just got amputated. Yeah. Man, that's a,
1: that's some deep stuff right there, man. Yeah, you have an amputation in this world every 30 seconds. Somebody's getting a foot or a leg or a toe amputated every 30 seconds. And Black people in America are getting amputations at a high rate. And so for everybody's out there that's a vegan and a vegetarian, this is what you have to understand. It's not for you to argue with people that are not. What you want to do is provide the information so when they hit that hit that bump in the road, they got something to reflect back on because they are going to have heart disease in their family. Yeah. They are going to have diabetes. They are going to have strokes and heart attacks and diabetes and all these things. So when we give them the information, when they finally really see that the food is making certain people sick, at least they got something to lean back on and say, oh, this is what the brothers and sisters was talking about. So a lot of my teachers are futuristic. I'm saying things to people that as they live and get to the future, they go, ah, Mm -hmm. life is gonna teach you what I'm saying. You don't gotta listen to me. Life tell you what I'm saying because there's dialysis centers everywhere. And you're not, and Black people are not getting ready to get healthy. Mm. You're going to start getting sicker and dying even earlier. When I was a
0: child, children did not have diabetes. Yeah. So you probably never even heard of diabetes when you was a child, huh? They had sugar down south. A lot of Black
1: people had sugar, but they called it sugar. Yeah. Black people were sick back then. Mm. Yeah, Black people were sick back then. Yeah. Was sick. But we didn't have as much obesity, and they wasn't as sick. But yeah, black people had high blood pressure, and a lot of people had sugar. They used to call it sugar. A lot of people, they just wasn't getting amputation. They just put them in the bed in the back of the house in Alabama, stuff, and their whole leg turned black. Man, it was from the diet. It was from the diabetes in them days that they started to cut toes off and cut feet off, so you wouldn't lose your whole leg. That's where they learned how to do that from, because mm. they. Had Back then, yeah. It, it wasn't 100% healthy, but they were healthier than we are because they ate so many vegetables that it coated their stomach, so the meat could digest, and they didn't have to worry about getting colon cancer because the meat not going to stand there with all them black-eyed peas and all that stuff. So they kind of, by having five, six-course meals, you know, back then when I was growing up, black people ate a lot of watermelon a lot of peaches, a lot of plums, all black families had fruit bowls on the table yeah. with nutcrackers and they had pecans and walnuts and stuff. Black people don't eat like that no more.
0: No, they don't. Yeah, I remember uh, like growing up, when I was young, I used to see uh, the nutcracker and the walnuts and stuff at my grandma's house. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoot, I ain't seen that stuff, man. It's probably been been about 20 years or something, man. I'm thinking about
1: bringing that back. I'm
0: looking now and trying to find some bowls and stuff, and I'm going to
1: start selling fruit bowls to black people and nutcrackers and stuff to get that back in the house. Because when I grew up, it was common as a child. We ate a lot of fruit. Yeah. Fruit was like really a main stable in the house when I was
0: growing up. Yeah. Yes, and things have changed now, man. They're drinking Kool-Aid, man. (laughs) Kool-Aid and Mountain Dew, man. Yeah,
1: well, they know they know that we're fruitarians, and they know that we're herbivores. So what they're doing is they're playing on our natural instinct, like George Clinton said. Mm. They pick your instincts until you're fat, horny, and strung out. Mm. So what they're doing is they know where we are, so they give you grape-flavored blunts, cherry blunts, they give you grape candy, cherry candy. They put the fruit into the the, the poison, the fruit flavor ideology to get you because they know black people like fruit. Yeah. So they employed us and put the fruit
0: in the poison. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I really do believe it's like a uh that's like a super plot. Uh what they put, uh uh the stuff they put fluoride in the water, man. Fluoride and toothpaste. All that crazy stuff, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seemed like a big old plot, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, man, shoot. Uh, Got to stay on this mission. Have you heard about, uh? they say like the soil is not what it used to be. So the fruits and vegetables that we're getting today, they don't have the same mineral and vitamin potency as they did back in the day.
1: The earth is getting weaker, and so everything is, is weaker because the earth is weaker, polluted. And when you when you grow food and you use chemical fertilizer, then that chemical fertilizer kills the soil. Hmm. So a lot of people think that the opposite of GMO is organic. That's not true. Hmm. The opposite of organic is fertilizers, chemicals. Yeah. You can grow organic GMO. Hmm. So people don't know. Organic has nothing to do with whether it's GMO or not. Yeah. Organic has to do with the type of fertilizer you use on the ground. Mm. See, so you can grow, you can grow, you can grow chemical GMO or organic GMO. Organic is a growing method. It has yeah. nothing to do with the uh, GMO. Mm. So organic, the reason they, they grow and they want to grow more organic because it's better for the soil. With organic, you put food particles and mulch and stuff into the soil, that brings the soil back to life. If you're using rapid grow and stuff like that, that stuff kills the soil.
0: Hmm. Say rapid grow.
1: Yeah, rapid grow and you know, the stuff they sell in the store, the chemical fertilizer, you want to use organic fertilizer. Yeah. Better for the soil.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Look like we're running out of time, man. This one, of, this interview went by way too quick, man. We might have to have a uh part- Yeah, we do. We come back. Yeah, just bring me back anytime you want, bro. Okay, okay. Most definitely will, man. And uh, before we go, uh, go ahead and shout out all your social medias, anything you might have going on right now. Yeah, you know, oh, this is just yeah.
1: Pharaoh said that. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Pharaoh said that. And if you try to change the way you eat, go to www.veganintel.com. Get the easiest way to become a vegan. This is the sure way for you to change the way you eat. You go nice and slow. Don't try to do it overnight. Eliminate one thing at a time and remember health as well. So you got to really take care of yourself. You got to eat right and you have to exercise. So also follow the body sculpture challenge. At Body Sculpture Challenge on all of the social media, especially on Instagram. Exercise, record yourself, post it on social media, hashtag Body Sculpture Challenge, because you got to eat right, but you also got to exercise. You got to move your body. Because yeah. as herbivores, we used to walk to get the food. So that's how we got to exercise, gathering apples, gathering stuff. But remember that if you eat meat, you're not a predator. You're a scavenger. <laughs> you're not catching it. You're eating old dead meat. So you're eating like a buzzard or a hyena. Yeah. You're eating like a predator. A predator can digest hair and bone and all that. You cannot. You're yeah. an herbivore, but you're eating like a predator. You're eating old meat and old stuff that's been dead. Yeah. So stop eating like that. This meat is going to cause more, cause more problems. They got a new breakout of a virus in Ghana that hmm. they can't be cured probably. You got the monkey pox out here. You got all types of stuff out here. And it's all animal based. Yeah. Animal and bad. if you get sick, the animals, you're not going to be able to heal yourself with dairy products and animals. The medicine is in the fruit and the liquids of the vegetables and the fruits and the herbs and the spices is the medicine.
0: Yeah, man. Man, y'all heard it right here, man. Check out Pharaoh said that, man. And uh, uh, tell them about your other page too, uh, Vegan Intel. Yeah, go follow Vegan Intel at at
1: Vegan Intel 2000. Vegan Intel 2000 on Instagram. Vegan Intel on on Facebook. You can follow the group and the page. And Vegan Intel on uh, YouTube. So go check it all out and go to www.veganintel.com. There's a whole lot of information over there. So just when you buy the manual, that's one thing. But if you go to the website, watch those videos. I got everything you need to know over there. I got videos about building muscle as a vegan. I got all type of uh, cooking, people over there cooking, showing you recipes, vegan music over there. There's everything over on Vegan Intel. So go to that website sometime and just browse through and watch all that information over there. There's a wealth of information over there.
0: Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And, uh, thank you coming. Thank you for coming through again, man. I most definitely appreciate it. And, uh, man, I'll be reaching out again to bring you back, man. Another day, man. Most definitely. Yeah, We can do it regularly,
1: man. Anytime, anytime you just write down some questions and then just hit me up and I got you, fam. Okay. Okay. For I sure. Want for sure. You. I want to salute you. You're doing a great job, man. You're a benefit to the community. I love what you're doing, bro. Keep it up.
0: Man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. And, uh, you have a good one, man. And uh, yes, sir, be smooth, man. It's been another episode, comfortable vegetarian, man. The healthiest show in the world. Y'all get ready. We got. I got a whole lot of stuff for y'all. So get ready. It's about to take off and lift off. We out of here. All right. Yes, one.
1: sir.